0: Now, we gathered here on the universe at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're going to listen hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind.
1: You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. Welcome everybody! Welcome, welcome. This morning Sunday, I'm here with Wesley and Chase. I'm gonna read a little bio for him and we will get right into our conversation um, about hip hop and black American culture, cultural contrast. Wesley and Chase is a seven-city Virginia native with a first-time author. He is a graduate from Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, with a degree in information technology. As a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, he believes in giving back to his community and helping to provide possible solutions to encourage better cultural relationships and interactions. His book, As the Chasm Grows, the Black Hip Hop and Black American Cultural Contrast, which discusses cultural differences within the Black community and ways to best work together, is available now. Hi, Wesley. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm just gonna make sure that this mic is high enough to hear you. I thought it was good, but then it looks like it might be a little quiet. So, all right. I read the bio. It sounds amazing. You're. Uh, um, we're ready to get into this conversation. You and I have talked throughout the week a little bit, uh, discussing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> discussing all kinds of things. Cause this, like we were saying, this conversation can get pretty. Uh, it's pretty easy to get caught up in this conversation real quick.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of you know branches and twigs and things that we can you know get off on. So hopefully we will try to we won't go like our conversations on the phone cause right we went off. <laughs> 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 but it's, a, it's all good, you know. It's it's a lot to discuss. It's a lot to digest. We
1: have a lot to talk about in our culture and in our community. So. It's all. It's a good thing. It's all positive. It's all good thing. So tell me first of all, what made you want to write a book um, in regards to the cultural contrast that you're reflect that you're uh, discussing, hip hop and black culture? And I
0: was I was writing a completely different book. I was, I was writing a book. Uh, I think I was had titled it's not you, it's me, and it was a book on just perspective. You know, and just how perspective affects your daily life. But um, as I was writing that book, I kept coming back to themes of just our community and our culture and, um, you know, things that we can use to actually just progress forward. And so then it just got to the point where I said, hey, well, let me just talk about black culture and what that means to me, black American culture and what that means to me. And that's, you know, now I have a book.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's pretty much
0: pretty much how that worked out for me
1: how that went um, I'm wondering how long did it take you to write this book anyway
0: uh, obviously it took about four months
1: four, oh so this uh, was I'm passionate sorry. and easy for, no I'm not going to say easy yeah, once
0: I, <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah it wasn't it's, it's just that I didn't realize I had so much to say mm. um, and even though the book is you know, short in, in some ways um, it's not like a, I didn't want to have like a 300 page novel um, there's, I wanted to get to the point and say hey here's some things we I see, And actually, offer some some solutions, hopefully, and some things we can at least test out. I'm not afraid to put my ideas out there, and let's have the community beat them up, right? Know, right? Say, hey,
1: that's not, you know that's what I think
0: we're, we're so afraid of being wrong, and I'm
1: not afraid of being wrong at all. So let's just at least try some things and try to move forward. Okay, so we saw, the we're falling behind, right? So the book is called you know with the cult, the chasm with the as the chasm grows. The cultural conflict. Yes. So, let's first describe, because I think we should. We talked about this getting on the the page of what you mean by African American culture and what you mean by hip hop culture.
0: Yes. So, I, I, the way I look at America, we have a, an entire black community in America, um, and this goes for anywhere else. There's a black community in Mexico, there's a black community in Canada, there's a black community in the United Kingdom. So, I'm talking about the black community here in America. And there's Different cultures that exist. There's Black African culture. Those who are from, you know, Nigeria, and these are subcultures of Black African culture: mm-hmm. Nigerian culture, Kenyan culture, Ugandan culture. Those people live here. They're a part of our Black community. Same thing with Black Caribbean culture, Black Latino culture, and of course Black American, and what I'm saying now, Black hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people who see Black American culture and Black hip hop culture as one and the same. And I think that's incorrect. And okay. that's where this starts to, you know, talk about the chasm or the, the, the divide that is growing between black American culture and black
1: hip-hop culture. So when you say black American culture, are you talking about the derivative of the people that deriv- deriving from generally slave ancestry? Are you saying, or are you, are yes. you, okay, so um, black, black
0: American culture is uh, those of us
1: who are descendants of enslaved uh, people's here, uh, who were brought here to this country. Okay. We have, over,
0: the, over those 300 years or so,
1: we've developed our own culture. Right, right. Um, you know, we're, we're different. We're not the
0: same as, you know, various subcultures in Black Africa, or excuse me, in Africa, and uh, in, in the Caribbean and things like that. We're, right. We're a different culture, and we need to really start working on how we're defining that and how we're upholding our own legacy and heritage.
1: Okay, so then, so that that's how you're describing black culture. Now, how are you describing, and what are you, uh, 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 what are you putting in with uh, with hip hop culture?
0: Okay, well, black hip hop culture. The, the, we kind of talked about this yesterday. I, I didn't want it to be a cop out. I just think <laughs> what people see is black hip hop culture. They're looking at one specific thing. They're looking at an element of hip hop, which is rap, and they're looking at a certain type of rap, and they're uh, kind of doing a summation that that is what black hip-hop culture is i I totally disagree with that i know of black hip-hop culture to be more than that um to be uh, a little deeper (laughs) than what you're seeing as the most popular rap culture that's out there or rap music actually that's out there is it a part of their culture yes it absolutely is a part of black hip-hop culture now where the cop-out kind of comes in that i talked about yesterday is that we really need to have black hip-hop culture, a representative of black hip-hop culture, define their own culture. It's not my place. I I look at it the same way. It's
1: not my place to tell you what black Caribbean culture is, right? Right. I shouldn't be here trying to
0: tell you what black Jamaican culture, what they do in their culture, and things like that. And with anybody else, it's not right for me to do it. What I'm here to talk about is what I know uh, and what I love, black American culture, and what we're going to do to to progress our agenda and what we want to do our legacy. So that's what that's what the main thing is. So I want somebody whoever's a representative of black you know hip hop culture they can talk about what black hip hop culture is. And I think it's also important to say this this is not a versus discussion. This is not black hip hop versus black American culture. Mm -hmm. You know this is just an acknowledgement that our two cultures are not the same and just determining you know how we best work together to move the, the black community in America forward you know as a whole. Cause we're, we're still all we're still all a part of this black community, so we just need to find out the best ways to
1: work together and move forward. So, so being like a devil's advocate here, and I'm listening to how this unfolds. If you are regarding black culture um, that that we're discussing, like descendants from uh, from slavery moving forward, and we can talk about music, and we can talk about um, how that has grown and diver- diversified. Um, from our culture, I mean, starting way back from you know, like uh, uh, in the field, you know, and then going into banjo and going into uh, blues, and then going into from going from blues to to jazz, from jazz to rock, and then moving forward that way, um, being very much on the back of our culture. Um, now, hip hop, you're saying, has diverged into its own separate culture. Uh, yeah, the, I think the,
0: the the two questions that you should ask that anybody can ask is hip-hop in and of itself a real culture and uh-huh. my
1: answer is yes okay
0: you know that's that that's is it a real culture and it's more than music that's that's why i think people get a little
1: confused uh-huh
0: rap music and they say that's hip-hop culture there's other elements to hip-hop culture that you know whoever's a representative of that culture can start to discuss i that's one of the things that we need to do is let people know that you know hip-hop culture is bigger than what you see in rap music it's right. just not rap so that's important. So yes, hip-hop to me, <clears throat> excuse me, is a real culture, it's a real community. Um, they have their own subcultures. It's not just black hip-hop culture. And again, so that's that's the way I look at that. But the second question is, as a black person, am I automatically a part of hip-hop culture because
1: I'm black? And my answer is no. You right, know, it's right. Not just because because just,
0: just you're black doesn't automa- automatically make you a part of the hip-hop culture. Absolutely. So those are the two foundational points that I start with so you can see from the beginning that hey there, there's there's something different here I think it's very easy to, uh, to try to align the two and another way I look at it is I always talk about my parents and uh, my parents were born in the 50s mm-hmm. you know they know nothing about hip hop culture or very little about it and um, the bottom line is are they less black because they don't know what hip-hop culture is i think some people are looking at hip-hop culture is um, especially black hip-hop culture is the next phase of what black american culture is and that is not true um, oh
1: okay so i see that yeah culture. that i you know when i think <laughs> about it my parents were born in the 40s um and they they know I don't know how much hip hop culture they know, to be honest. But my dad is a, a jazz musician, and, and musician ship and classical jazz is very deep in our family. Um, having performed with some giants and some greats in the in the uh, in the field, my, all, most of my family plays an instrument of some sort. And a lot of my I have a, I also have a brother who raps and who has CDs and record, you know, does his things on the radio and all that. I have uh, people who who don't. I it, it's interesting when I'm listening to how you're how you're comp- comparing the two. I I would w- I wonder what my dad or my brothers would think about it because I don't believe I believe I believe now this is totally general that they think it's almost a uh it's a it's an arm uh yes. and and I, and I would say this like. Black hip-hop culture, to
0: me, it's never been representative and all-encompassing of black American culture. Right. I think at one time it was the voice of black American youth in a certain section, a large section of black American youth. Yeah. And uh, that came up in the late 70s, of course the 80s, and
2: into the 90s. Yeah. And And so, but I, I, I just don't believe that's the
0: case anymore. So, yes, we can acknowledge where a culture started off. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging the roots of a culture. But when it's changed and when it's different, we have to be honest with ourselves and say, "Hey, this is this is different now, and it's okay." It's it's not about saying it's not about condemning a culture or saying it should not be that. It's just saying, "Hey, these are different now, and how are we best working together to move our community forward?" And so that's where the
1: comes. Ah, uh, I see. That's well, that is a different. That's a different different approach um, to how to look at that in a way. And I think you know, we as we were discussing this pre-show. I, we were talking about how uh, that definition gets very I think the definition of black culture in which you are discussing regardless I think is what actually isn't talked about um, that yes. that definition is less discussed than whether or not hip-hop is a definition of black culture or p- appropriate to say is black culture period you know I look at I look and at hip-hop yeah I mean and I look at hip-hop music music as entertainment I don't look at it's other than that. And that's because I don't actually attach myself to hip hop culture either. But, um, so, okay, so let's better define, let's talk about in modern times, like you said, it has morphed. Like you said, in the eighties, there there definitely was attachment to a voice. Uh, hip hop definitely had a voice that was, uh, more clear and decisive of, of actual, you know, of the people coming up. Um, but then things have changed. (laughs) So how now Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead.
0: No, I was saying, th- and things have changed, but keep in mind that that element is still there. You know, I, I know that sounds like I'm really defending black uh, hip-hop culture, but we're going to get to that in a minute as to why I'm doing this. Because it is, it's very important to note that what you see in media is not representative all of what, you know, black hip-hop culture is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In our first conversation, you know, we had, I, I try to use the, the situation that
2: happened in february we talked about blackface right and, and it, it was just amazing that to me that that you had a situation
0: of blackface with fashion and gucci and prada they were using these blackface designs to sell products but also february which again was black history month we had the governor of my state in virginia governor northam you know his whole blackface scandal and uh the representative the house representative maryland who was talking about campaigning and inward issues so you you had you had a clear concise uh, separation of ideas you had black hip-hop culture battling with gucci and prada but you had you had black american culture talking about the racism that's in the democratic party and how do we eradicate that you know if this is the party that a lot of us stand with we have to make sure that doesn't exist and it didn't make either one of our approaches wrong um, as I said, it, it actually helps us cover more ground. So instead of arguing with each other about what we should be focusing on, let black hip-hop focus on the fashion part, the Gucci part, the Prada issue. If that's what is important to them, right? Mm-hmm. If that's at, what's at the forefront, we can support that. And they can support what we're doing in black American culture and saying, hey, we have some bad apples in the Democratic Party that we need to get out of. And this is the party that the majority of our people stink in with. That's that's just a, that's just a way to kind of see the differences again the chasm that's growing in the way we're looking at the world. I
1: mean, so that I you're talking about a consciousness, uh, a a, dire- a direction of, of purpose purpose um, within the black community. Yes. Okay. And again,
0: I don't want to say that black hip hop was wrong for what they were focusing
1: on. If
2: right.
0: They're totally fine if they feel like hey, we need to battle Prada and Gucci. <laughs> if that's what they feel like is what's important, let them do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's not criticize and yell at them and say, hey, you know, you need to be
1: focusing on this. No, let them do what they do. We're going to cover more ground focusing on the thing that our strengths are in. That's, that's where I'm coming from. I see. So, yeah, I mean, I, I and you can, uh, so I guess, uh, <laughs> I, now that I'm thinking <laughs> about this, I'm looking at it like, you can, I mean, you can really do both.
0: Yeah. As far as being part of both cultures? Yeah. Yeah, you can, but I don't think you'll do it effectively. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you talk to. I, I, talk this, I, I don't. I, I think about this, and I actually get into this in the book. I don't want to say too much. But I talk about being mixed. You uh-huh. know, uh, if you're mixed race, you know, if you're both white and black, that's a classic mixed race yeah. culture, a cultural contrast that you have to identify with. And most of my mixed friends, almost all of them, Uh, say they mean one way more than the other they feel closer to one culture more than the other even though they are descended of both Mm -hmm. right and so that's so yes you can i I think you can represent both i just don't know how effective you're gonna you're gonna be when the the goals and the aims uh or the direction seems to be a little different on which way to go you're gonna have conflict
1: Yeah, I think I think in my mind, um, and we talked about this, and it's kind of a great way to shift over to where we're talking about. You're from Virginia, um, which has a robust and deep uh, Black history, uh, Black community. Um, one, a lot, I mean, the most slaves in the United States history were in Virginia, so there's a lot of trauma, but at the same time, history, like, you know, and a lot of intact history because people stayed in Virginia. It's not like people left. Um, so th- there's that. And then we come all the way across the United States to the Pacific Northwest. Um, not only do we go west, but we're going north, right? So already there's, there's the, the myriad of cultural differences, experiences, trauma, uh, um, and everyday reality is just night. It really is night and day. And so for black folks here um, on the Pacific Northwest, in the Pacific Northwest, when you're talking about biracial um, children or biracial people, that's pretty much the majority... Out here, you know that is that's yeah. more that is more uh, that uh, combination is probably I'm gonna and this is all generalities and we're neither one of us are statistic people or any of that, but um yes. yeah from my experience uh, having b- a being biracial or trans racially do- adopted or or um, or, uh, or the like is really really quite common here. So the the definition of blackness here is 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 uh troubling and and uh really really quite uh pieced I want to say pieced together and the reason why I I put that in on me to, in my observation of this is that um I my parents are not from the Pacific Northwest uh my parents are both black and when they moved to the Pacific Northwest were very well into their adulthood and so for lack of better words, their blackness, and I'm I'm air quoting, was very intact. So when I came home to six brothers and sisters, uh, our question of our identity and what blackness meant was never questionable, although our community that surrounded us was all and totally encompassing, completely white. Um, and so I realized that when we talked about um, de- defining black culture... Uh, there, and I, I left my notes in the car I just thought about it there, We, me and a girlfriend of mine we were talking about the two black folks that are in Oregon the type of black people who are here you know and and uh, you know I talked to you about the term legitimately black uh, which is it's a crazy yeah, term good, yeah it's a yeah, <laughs> it, it's a crazy term it's crazy because uh, and it's not it's not something we're making up I mean it's out there you know and so uh, but it's
0: something we have to we have to as black folks step away from I mean, we can't, Yeah, we can't. You know, make that a thing. That-
1: we cannot make that a thing. We cannot make that a thing. And I think when, as we're talking about um, your your definition, and we come out here, and I and I I think that people, and I'm and I'm just looking at the kids that uh, that I've grown up with, or the people that I've grown up with, and the kid, the, my children. know, um, there's a real struggle for identification as. Uh, be identifying as black here. There just is a real struggle. So um, with this hip hop ideas, I feel like because of the culture in which you're speaking of, you know, um, black culture, you know, those of us who understand our history, our positive contributions of our history, you know, not just the civil rights and Martin Luther King, but the actual, you know, artists and and, uh, scientists and engineers, we, we have, Absolutely. you know, our own forced, you know. That's
0: where, that's where, not to cut you off, but that's where I typically start. And we, we, we kind of talked about this before. You know, I, with, I ask black people, hey, do you not feel black at all? Because that's one thing. You know, if you don't feel like you're a black person at all, that's one thing. Or, or do you not feel like you're black by the standards of what you feel hip-hop represents? what
1: is to be black but what and but what is thing, it to be black to you because what is what it, it could be what it is to be black in your definition the people here are going to have a different de- and i don't know that they really would have a good is, definition
0: which is fine though there's not a problem in that because the, because blackness there's southern blackness there's
1: northern black right we know this for the fact that we do think there are subcultures
0: to, to everything that we are and what we do mm-hmm. that's no different in caribbean culture that's a little different than being, you know, Texas is different from what they do in Georgia, different from what they do in California. So that's fine. There's, mm-hmm. there's not this one strength. It's just the idea of what you represent and the history you represent and the heritage and the legacy that you represent. Right. But when I get into conversations with people who, um, who, like I said, when I ask that question, it ch- changes the narrative a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, of, of what they're thinking of. Because I, I get a lot that, hey, you know, I don't feel black by what I see hip-hop, totally fine. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we have to start teaching our history, and that's what's going to get people to have that pride and, and have that that the drive to want to identify as black. We don't have to beat it in someone's head. If, if someone doesn't want to identify as a black person or with black culture, I let them go, you know, because right. you're going to do it wrong. You know, because- you know what I'm saying? If you absolutely <laughs> do not want to represent what we are as a people. And we have a hard history. And I understand some
1: people want to get away from that. We have a hard <laughs> present. <laughs>
0: yeah, we have a hard present, too. That's exactly Shoot. right. Shoot. So that's, that's very true. But And I understand people want to try to escape that in any way possible. We, we just had a Facebook conversation that we talked about. I don't, I don't want to bring that guy's name up. Right. Defend him, so. But, you know, we just had that conversation that I showed you. That's what he's trying to do. He wants to get away from it as best as possible, and and we're not. We have to understand that we're not in America. We are in a mosaic culture. We are not a melting pot. You know, this is not a melting pot culture. Maybe once upon a time it was. We are more of a mosaic than anything else, and and it's okay to represent your culture. It's okay to have these differences. And that's what we. That's where strength comes from. Recognizing that we can be different. We can have these differences
1: still work together. And so if somebody doesn't want to represent being black, I'm totally fine with that. I don't have any issues. You know, I guess that's because it's not, you don't have that rescue mentality. Um, And I think (laughs) it's true because I think a lot of that what happens is that and i and i keep talking about the cultural differences between having community black community and not having black community looking like a black person not knowing where you fit in not knowing who and what and then if hip-hop culture is your only answer and it doesn't feel good um for you then you go well then what do i do and so that that idea of black huh
0: you're gonna run away
1: from it, you're right? Gonna you're gonna, away gonna run away, away. Yeah. and so, though that's where we came to that that where we uh, that idea of where who's black enough, right? And we said, well, who's a it's a conscious decision um, on how you're going to feel what black is, truthfully when it's yes. not given to you when it's not in every. Uh, with, like I said, in order to get hair for me to braid my hair to put extensions in my hair, I have to drive two hours to get. Um, you know, pretty decent extension, you know, hair to add to the braids. It's a two-hour drive. I, well, man, I
2: know nothing about
1: that. But, uh... Uh, you, got, you, you don't have a daughter. Now you know you know a braid. You know. Don't even play with me. Like, <laughs> I know you know what hair is. Okay, look. Anyway, no. I, when, I, when I go, I gotta drive two hours just to pick up some hair, anything for my hair. There's a, a Sally's Beauty Supply that's what we got, and and any black woman from any place who has a black community will look at me and go, "Sally's, yes, honey, Sally's." That's what we got. So, and then there's there are some black owned, uh, I think two that um, in this community that that we can use, and their supply and demand. I mean, their supply is so small. That you you really in order to get any kind of decision or choices or like you gotta go up to Portland. So or they'll order it for you in, which is true too. But that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. There's no infrastructure yeah. here. So if you're like, well, I don't feel like I'm black because I don't see black anywhere around me. I was raised around white people. Like, how do I identify as black? Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Making a conscious conscious decision. Uh, do you look for black? Meaning like.
0: Said that I said that's perfect. I couldn't think of a better way to say it than you said that yesterday I was like, that's it.
2: yeah do you, you look have for to black make the
0: conscious effort to look for black and to want to get to know your history and your legacy and to uphold it because the bottom line is this no matter how you're raised, if you are a descendant especially of enslaved people in this country, our history is the same right you know that, 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 that doesn't change where you come from you know that doesn't change that uh, some of these heroes and people that we look up in heroines that we look up to, that they're still a part of your history. Again, that's not to say they're not a part of uh, uh, black hip-hop history either. Right. That's, a, that's something we'll get into here as well. But it's just that they have. They also have, when a culture develops, they have different heroes and heroines and people that they look up to in their, in their culture. And I don't want to get into naming, especially when it comes to rappers you know, I just don't want to get into that, but right. They have rappers, specific rappers they look up to that I don't look up to, you know, they're not, when I think of, you know, my black
1: icons, I, rappers don't come to mind. Right. So, uh, maybe, one of, maybe one or two, like I said,
0: we'll get into that, but for the most part, you know, that's not what, I'm not putting them up there with Booker T. Washington or, you know, or, you know Frederick Douglass or, you know, or, or Sojourner Truth or, you know, any of those, you know, so... Uh, And that's fine. Again, nothing wrong with that. But that's that's just showing the difference in where our cultures are are, are moving into, and it's fine. We're still all part of this black community. We still need to work together um, as best we can and and move move the whole community forward. And that's just a mantra that we're going to have to start to to pick up.
1: Right. So when I when I meant when I said um, like exactly with what you're saying, uh, I definitely. Love, well, I'm trying to think. I it's very difficult for me to ideal idealize hip hop because I didn't grow up with hip hop. Although, uh, just yeah. because my family, like I said, was very uh, in a different, very different conversation about blackness, so uh, I keep wanting to think about the, the people here who just don't didn't have or don't have uh, that that home conversation about really solidly. Um, Black culture. But you already said it. Yeah, you already said
0: it. You have to look for it. You have to make the conscious effort. And the history is still the history. Right. Fred Hampton is still in that history. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maker efforts are still in their history. And um, you know the, the good, the bad, and the ugly is still there. And they have to they have to seek it out. You have to want to know your past. And um, that's what's going to start to create that pride and you know that interest and and what is it that you want to... What are, what are you standing on? What are you upholding? That's, you know... So they have that...
1: You've you, you hit the nail on the head as far as I'm concerned. Right. Well, now now let's move it to modern... Let's move it to modern history. Like, let's move it to modern day. Let's move it to... Yes. How you look for black in 2019 when we're not talking about, you know... Uh, and I keep going back to the music. Uh, when You know, when you're not talking about Charlie Parker. Um, so who... At this point, I still say look for the black. I mean, we are in a state, we're in a space where internet and googling and um, and having things delivered to you, <laughs> books, materials. Yeah, exactly. There's no
0: excuse now. I mean, you, it's really, you can do this from the comfort of your bed. I mean, to, to just start the process of, you know, like you said, just googling something in your. You would, I remember we were talking on the phone about like a, a black ballet. Right. For instance, and, and and maybe this person's interested in ballet, but how do they find a black ballet? Well, they, they have to want to look for it. And we have to open that door as, as black Americans to say, hey, you know, we're not forcing you to try to force beliefs on you. We just want you to know your culture and what has happened in this country. We don't want you to put it down. And we invite you to, to start to get to know, start to educate yourself. And what you come out of that with is what you come out of. But I'm willing right. to place a bet that wants some more, especially, I, don't leave out the hard aspects, but it's once some more positive aspects and the triumph, if you will, of, of our people start to come through. You, you'll start to see people have a different level of interest and pride in, in their legacy and their
1: heritage. Yeah, well, you know, that idea of, like, when you're saying don't leave out the hard aspects, I think, you know, white supremacy does a good idea, does a good job of keeping that in our face, but taking out the positive. So when you try to find, like, a lot of people, when we're talking about, look go look for black. Okay, well, if you're going to go see the Nutcracker, you know, are you, did you know that there's a black, uh, you know, version of this? Did you look it up? Did you try to see? There's almost a black version of everything. And generally, um, quite honestly, uh, was more original and and uh, than than what than what is the the mainstream. So when you're looking for it and you're interested in it and you're wanting to to grasp that culture, black culture better, um, and, and uh, hip hop culture doesn't resonate with you. It's everywhere, but you do unfortunately yes. have to look for it. You got to go and. But well, How are we as
0: Black Americans making it comfortable for people who do we? Are, are we in a space where we're again? You don't know about this. Kind of looking down and condescending when we talk to people. Or are we
1: inviting? Yeah, well, to, to that, you're absolutely and, you know, right. I I don't think <laughs> so, we're. In, I don't think as a culture altogether. And I and I can speak to this because I lived here and moved to the south. Um, being fair skinned, we won't. We don't need to really go into colorism, but um, fair skinned, yeah. and I'm gonna air quote long hair, uh, that was, that was, perm. So it was long, you know. And then, yeah, uh, I didn't speak black because I spoke like a white girl. Yeah. I'm air quoting all this.
0: Which is uh, another thing we have to get rid of speaking black. It's terrible.
1: Right, it's terrible. right. I don't. I you didn't understand ebonics. Did. I did not understand it. Uh, I re- oh my god! I remember <laughs> one time I was on the bus going to school, and one of my friends was talking to me, and he was talking like just like you know, uh, slang. All you know, and it was well, slang. It, it was slang, and it was it was country slang on top of it. I remember looking at him like, what? <laughs> he was like, he was like, you don't know what I'm talking about, and I, I was like. Say it again, but say it like real slow. And he was dying laughing because I was like, I don't.
0: Right. Help
1: me out. Girl, I look. I was like, I don't know what you just said. And then I swear I didn't live that down for like six months. But the but I promise you, what what it was was that just like going into any other culture, I knew that even though I was black, I knew that I I hadn't lived there before, and I didn't know how Southern blacks do southern black i didn't know so i was actually okay yeah. which with not fine, knowing way.
0: Which, yeah which is fine by the way that's that's the thing um are we again are we making fun of you because you don't look like really making fun of you not teased, not teasing.
1: see and that's the difference though i think it was up to me to understand i wasn't being made fun yes. of i was being teased yes but see it was it was different for me because like i said I have been teased by my parents and my friends because <laughs> we understand how black culture in general works in that general. way. Right. Yes. So I could tell that I wasn't being ostracized. I was being teased, As and it was almost like if you can take the teasing, then you're going to be okay. You, it was kind of like that. Um, I don't, but yeah. in general... And, and, and I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: I, I did mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was saying
1: in general... I th- I don't think that necessarily it feels welcoming. You know what I mean? I don't think it, yeah culturally Agreed. it feels that's welcoming. What we have to work on.
0: Because right. the bottom line, we, we're going to have to start to look in the mirror uh, um, at each individual self. Mm-hmm. In the book, toward the end, that's what I get into. You're gonna we're gonna have to start to look in. How are we changing our behavior? How are we being inviting? Um, and making sure that we're not being condescending to people who may not know what we know. We don't know everything either, right?
1: Right. right.
0: You know, there's, um, you know, kind of segueing into how do we build the community and foster that unity amongst Black people in this country. You know, there's there's various ways we can go about that, and you know, we can start with just recognizing and accepting our differences in culture. I mean, it sounds simple, but remo- when you're when you're accepting of your differences in culture, you remove that condescending tone. Right, uh, so you're I not, wonder... you're not going to. Go ahead. But, no, I... Yeah, I'm i just saying that you're not going to you're not going to be condescending to those around you. You may tease people; that's a part of what we do, I think, in our community overall. Yeah. But you you know you're just not. We have to really accept that we are different, and it's okay, and we have different ways to go about things and fix problems. And different focuses, even if we have the same general goals, we, we just do things differently. And that doesn't make you an enemy of what what the big goal is, because I but, have a different way to go about it. You know,
1: it. I think that this is how and this might be me in my in my comfortability in multiple cultural cultures. Um, which you know, someone asked me, should I have my child? Should I make my children travel? Uh, yeah, um, and yeah. S- yeah, absolutely. A black child, you know, they're asking, uh, you know, should I, should I uh, do that? Absolutely, do that. And the and the reason being, a part of the reason being is exactly with what um, you're just talking about, and how I felt being introduced into black culture in that way. And that's not the first time I left here to go. I mean, like I said, my parents are from St. Louis. So I used to go to St. Louis all the time when I was younger. And then Houston was the first time I actually lived amongst all more black folks. Um, but it was uh, and I lived in Central America before I lived amongst black folks. So so it was it yeah. was, you know, the, that cultural, but what I but what I I say all that to say basically is that we and I don't know if this is true like in Virginia, but we need to assume welcome. Um black folks, yes. I think that we we also cage ourselves off before we even allow each other to connect. Um, like with what you're saying, I come from Oregon, I'm black, my parents are black, I know what I'm black. I like wearing my hair natural and an afro. I'm going to Virginia. I'm assumed welcome. Now if I'm going to get yes. teased for the how I talk, I'm gonna go tease right back about how y'all talk, and then we're gonna we'll work it out yeah. together. You see what I'm saying? Is that a assume yeah, we're gonna yeah. assume that welcome because, like you said, black is black is black. Although we've got all these subcultures, right?
0: Yeah, we gotta we're welcome still each part other same in community. Right. But but even with that, one thing that I think is going to help foster that as well as the second point, if you will, is we need to become, again, more educated, not only about our own culture, Hmm. but about the different black cultures that make up our community. And I put myself in this category, but you know, first starting off with our own culture. You know, we don't know our own legacy uh that we say we're a part of and that we represent and we can't properly speak to it we can't teach it we can't you know really honor it and hold it up in proper regard right that's why we have to know our own culture right but if we're if we're a part of this community and and accepting of that we're going to have to learn more about black cultures in the other communities and uh, i mean within our community and that's going to help to create a better bond again I need to work on, there's plenty of uh, black Caribbean or black African or black Latino heroes and heroines that I don't know about. Right. I haven't, that I'm that I'm ignorant to. There's a lot of history that uh, in those particular black cultures that I'm unaware of and I need to seek out. Again, right. Do you seek black? It's not just about seeking black Americans. Do you seek out black Caribbean? Do you seek out black African culture? So yeah. we're gonna, that, learning about each other is going to actually help foster a better unity. Just think about it. When you speak with someone who's of Black Latino culture, maybe from Puerto Rico, right, or Dominican, mm-hmm. and you start talking about some some of the people who uh, the heroes and heroines from the Dominican Republic who are Afro-Dominican, you know, you're going to open up a whole new uh, connection.
1: Connection, with yeah, people.
0: yeah, they, because they 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 understand that. You know, you're not just about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so black Americans, we have to be willing to do that too. We can't just say, hey, again, Thurgood Marshall and beat people over the head with Martin Luther King Jr. We need to know those other people as well. That is, we right. have to become more educated about the other cultures in our community. And that's going to help build, you know, a better unity amongst each other. Well,
1: I think the good recognition for each other, like I said, with black folks who don't have, don't feel like they have an identity in black culture... And they look to hip hop as if, as if that is the definition of our black culture. Yes. I think it's super important that people who feel lost because they can't understand that black American culture, not black American culture, but American culture, is based off the backs of black culture. Um, I think is problematic. People don't. It's it's very like I said, like you we were talking about before. What is the solution for the education system to start to, to start to um, Besides us saying like go look for black, absolutely. But at the same time, um, almost any genre of life that you want or are interested in, there's there's black folks in it. And and what well, I I'm definitely hear- going to point to the. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. No, I was I, when you said about the education system, I was like, I'm definitely going to point to the book on that one because I have a whole spiel. A whole yeah, no, we will. We're about to get about right into what we that. Need to
1: do. Yeah, no, we're about to get <laughs> right into we that. we
0: need to. Yeah, we need to. There, there's a lot that we need to do on our own because if, the bottom line is, if we're waiting for somebody else to write our history, we're going to be waiting a long time. You know, yeah. that's 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 a that's a problem that we, again we're going to have to look in the mirror as as black people to, to fix that. But that's, you know, I'd
1: that's like to talk. Let's get here. started with that because um, I think I've told you previously that I I uh, did take on that tall task uh, of yes. creating. <laughs> you know, resources for a black community to understand. Uh, and when I researched it back when I first started off, um, here I am in Oregon trying to do this, and I researched it, and it's the only camp on the West Coast, period, that wow. talked about the positive contributions of black history and was a night a, a sleepover camp for as many days as we were uh, are doing it. And, um, and the funding was actually not hard to come up with locally, but, um, yeah. you know, yeah. lots of things happened. And the first camp ran this year through the NAACP, and we'll run again more culturally apt this next year, uh, talking more deeply about uh, Amer- black American culture. This, was, this one was kind of a trial run, and we did make sure we had African culture tied in there, and we made sure we had nature. And elements of Oregon tied into this culture, uh, into this camp. And next, we're going to we're going to go a little harder on the the history. Um, is the plan? But that was something that I that came from my heart as a mother and as growing up in Oregon. That whole camp idea is called Black Gold Culture Camp. Was because it came from being the only black girl in the class or in the school, yeah. and nobody. I'm the only one asking questions, and the teachers going, "Well, I've never heard of that person." So why don't you stick to Martin yes. Luther King? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. You know,
0: and the, and, the, and the thing is, the thing is, this first first we we all I need to say congratulations for getting that started. Thank you very uh, much. It. It's, it's, it's not it's not an easy task. I know that. No. But the but while we're doing that, you know, we're taxpayers and we pay for these schools, these public schools. Mm. Um, we need to get that curriculum in the school. And that's the bottom line yeah. we have to go th- we have to go that route because if we're doing it's 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 beautiful what you're doing but the end result has to be this needs to get in the curriculum and to your point the one of the great things you said you, you talked a little bit about hey what's going on in oregon as far as black history there like we don't need uh, um a one note uh black curriculum you know what i'm saying it's going to be a little different in virginia then it's going to be in Oregon because it should speak to what's going on in the West and uh, you know those who have influenced and impacted black history in the West versus what's been going on in Virginia. So when you work that locally type, type of direction, that's what we're going to have to start working on to, to really start the education process. It mm-hmm. can't be an elective in school. It's going to have to be, hey, our history is American history, and we're going to have to write it and we're going to have to introduce it. We're going to have to vote for it. And, and, and really lead the charge on it. Because, again, if we're saying, hey, the public schools need to do better, well, they're not going to do anything if they don't know anything about your history. We have to right. be, this this where the local community has to come together as much as possible. And I understand, to your point, if there's not a big black local community, it's going to be a lot more difficult, but um, still not impossible.
1: And right. Is, we that's you know, and we talked place. about having, like, the black student unions, and the black student unions here wanting to, to be ran by white women, you know, or white men. Yeah. And it's problematic. But then when I tell you there's not a black teacher in the school to run it, you're like, uh <laughs> Then we gotta try to find yeah. the mother, um, you know, uh you know, we're gonna have to find a mom who who has or a dad who is black who could who could lead these children through microaggressions, through complicated uh scenarios. Um, you know any of that, and then you go well. Okay, let's look at the population. Now you're looking at you got a bunch of black kids, and their mothers are all white. Okay, so let's go to the dads. Are the dads around? Do we have the black fathers? Are they can they do it? Are they interested? Are they are they knowledgeable? Mm, maybe maybe yeah. a few. Okay, cool. Well, now we got you know ten element ten middle schools with BSUs, and we got two dads. <laughs> okay, yeah. so so it, you it, see. Yeah, it's tough. Now when I now when I look at this, no need to be done. We have
0: to we,
1: we have, have to do it. Do so. it. But my I, to my point is is that yes, the curriculum has to be created but and it has to be put into the school books and it has to and it's a long process for legislation to get into that. Yes. Trust me I have oh been on God, that yeah. battle. Um, but and that is why as a mother I created that camp. So I'm asking yeah. when you have community, what are you guys doing? To, in that and when you have community and, and you have the people and you have the, the numbers what is it that you guys are doing to make sure that that the community is is on board like you're saying and understanding the positive contributions because I would like to take your ideas and use them
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the, the thing the thing when you have a larger community you have uh, you have a lot of infighting and so uh, this should be here this shouldn't be here it should go this way so th- we have to kill our egos in that way, that's that's what happens when you actually have a larger community of Black people. We have to we have to literally kill our egos and really sit down and say, you know, these everything's not going to get in there. Everything that I think is important is not going to get in there. Uh, so, you just have to work together. And again, part of especially when you have these cultural differences, you know, how do you that goes right back to what we were talking about fostering that unity amongst Black people in this country. Mm-hmm. We have to work together more and. Uh, you know, that's 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 where it's at in larger black communities. You you have a lot of going back and forth. We kind of talked, and I don't want to go off on this because we we'll, we'll, we only got probably about ten or 10, yeah, 10, we got
1: about ten minutes.
0: But, but um, but we we talked about you know the Colin Kaepernick situation in the first. Um, you know, the first conversation. And you had more black people arguing with each other about who was taking a knee and who was not taking a knee and who was watching football and who was not watching football while black men are still getting killed in the streets by police. So, I mean, that's was insane to me, you know what I'm saying? Whether you supported uh, Colin's movement or not, it was just crazy that that's the conversation. That was the dominant conversation uh, during most of that time is, well, who's your are you black enough again because are you doing this or are you not doing this? You're talking about the
1: the definition of how black are you being, whether or not you're still watching NFL or supporting them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did so much. I just looked at the conversations that were going on
0: online, and I'm like, man, this man took a knee because people were being killed right? And, you know what I'm saying? Black men are being murdered. Black women are being murdered by, you know, rogue police. Not all police are bad, by the way, but there's some, we got some bad apples out there and, uh, you know, we're fighting with each other about, you know, should we take the knee or should we not watch football? And I was like, that, you know, I think we missed the point point. Um, and, you know, we fell into the trap on that again. And so, yeah, we're, we're going to have to learn how to work together better, but that goes back into some of the things I was saying about uh, recognizing, learning more about each other, learning more about each other's culture, and also defending each other. We we don't defend each other very well culturally, and we don't promote respect for our different legacies. You know, you know, when you have that whole this whole idea that all Black Africans are poor and hungry and things like that, and they come from. For, with these intentions. But all black women are angry
1: and, and, and pissed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all, yeah black exactly. know, and- uh, all black men are cheaters. Yeah, we're all all black Americans, especially our thugs and welfare recipients. Mm-hmm. We need black Africans to step up and help spell that, that stereotype, to think that all black hip-hop culture is focused on criminal activity like drug dealing, the excess of wealth, and misogynistic lyrics. Black Americans, black Caribbeans, people like that, the different cultures really have to step up and help dispel these myths and that is being in defense of one another and that once we start defending each other that's going to help build unity in our communities as well so there's some some very concrete things we can do to to foster a better relationship but we just have to take the step forward to get them done
1: i feel like fostering this community like when i think about it i think um the money that goes, and, and you and I were on two different sides. Because I was like, I don't watch the NFL. You were like, um, Well, <laughs> so, yeah, the Ravens are playing. We were both like, um, All right, yeah, we're on two sides of that. Uh, but no, but it sure. was it was okay though because what I what my whole my whole feel about this whole situation is that it it we have to 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 back up what they're saying to educate the masses, but it starts locally like you know it, yes, it, when people that start the, that is the point yeah when people start saying oh it's just too much it's not too much when you start talking about a school at a time or you start talking about you know a county at a time like it doesn't have to be um,
0: the, the problem is is that we don't value what's close to us mm. that's that's the thing we, we value the macro so we value the entertainer or the celebrity who may come to your town and talk to you well that person's going to be gone the next day mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying not to not to discredit what they're doing that's a beautiful thing if these you know that they use their star power or whatever way they do but the problem is is if you if, if we as a community don't value each other the people we work with every day the people we see every day if we don't value that and we don't have any loyalty to that then that's why nothing's getting done because right. you just say oh well you're in the same position I am so who are you to tell I, I need somebody who's made it I need somebody who I see on the internet or on tv or on so on and so forth to tell me how to how to go about life that's not that's not going to work out we're not we're never going to move forward in that way if that's the way we're looking at the people who work with us and are there for us every day so as black people black community overall i don't care what your culture is you got to look in the mirror and say what do you value and who do you value right you
1: know and
0: who you know that is that is that is a big problem we have. So that's
1: one of the reasons lots of things are not getting done. I I agree with you a hundred percent. I think we need to look at each other. We need to look at each other with more value. You know um, yes. your your life and your life and what you've done. I didn't. My first thing did not. I wasn't asking you if you had a degree. I wasn't asking you where you've been. Yeah. I exactly. wasn't asking you how many this and that that you do. The fact that you're here reaching out saying I'd like to talk about our culture and we let's discuss it. Oh automatically we have to like I said from the very beginning and to, to your point we need to assume welcome we need to talk to each other and and enough with the enough with the credentials about your yeah. about how much you know and what you don't know if you have something to share that builds each other up then share that but you also have to be willing to hear it like you said we need to yeah. hear each other we need All to of that. Say it again. <laughs> yes, we need to hear each other. And the truth of it is it's not about whether or not it's good, bad, ugly. It's let's start to know each other. Like you said, I could yeah, be living I next to a Caribbean Afro Afro Caribbean per- and I don't know that this person is uh is what were we talking about? Like we know they speak Spanish but we don't know if they're from Mexico or Honduras or what yeah. maybe we should know. Yeah, you know <laughs> maybe you should know that.
0: Because like like I said, when they when they get to this country they move as a fist. You know, they, right. uh, as a, as a, they move through things as a fist. And, they, you know, it may be different when they're in their own country. When they get here, they because they have that commonality of this is the language we speak and this is the position we're in, we need to band together. And, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with having different approaches to things. That's why I think we get hung up on. That's what and we get hung up on. We, to, we have to have yeah, the, yeah. You, you're not doing it the way I'm doing it, so you're, you're either... Against what I'm doing, or it's not going to be effective. We I need hate, to start trying more things. And, hate, and we're, yeah. not, we're not trying enough. We're just we get stuck in the argument phase, and we don't. Again, people are afraid to be wrong
1: too. I, I think was, Obama I just think addressed this. Before. Actually, he was just addressing about the the that that issue of, of that perfectionism where where then you end up r- running in circles and have done nothing. You know, people have yeah, to have the I, space I kinda, to grow. Uh,
0: I have to I have to say something about that because I made a comment online that someone may pull up on me because I, <laughs> <laughs> I commented on that. Yeah, because he talked about woke culture. I think is the word he used yeah, yeah, there, yeah. and I, I didn't I didn't agree with that. I think he was talking more about cancel culture and that we cancel people very quick. Uh-huh. Woke culture is not not that at all. So it was a little funny because you know I, I, I love President Obama, but he sounded like you know the proverbial you know. Person or white person who doesn't know what he's talking about but referencing right. what's going on in the black community. See, so and I, I took I, it I, the I, other I, way. Someone pulls that up. I, I actually, I actually wrote that online somewhere. So somebody somebody's try and pull my card. I know they are. I know they came after you hard, <laughs> right
1: like like the beehive yeah. for Beyonce. You can't say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you can not say nothing.
0: So yeah. So, but, um, but I did. I, I, I commented on that. But I understood what he was saying, and he's right. You know, people are gonna make mistakes. Life is messy, especially when you get into politics. Right. But just the, the politics of each other is, is a whole situation. Again, what we're doing in Virginia may not work in a place like Chicago because they're, the black community is at two different points. Right. You know, if you go to a specific community where you literally have to worry about the color you're wearing before you can talk to someone openly in, in public, right. that's a different dynamic that we don't typically have to deal with. And you have to respect and honor that dynamic, and, and how do you work around that? You can't just say, "Oh, that's nonsense." That's the way of life from where some people are. And right. After you have to have a certain reverence for that, and, and how, and, and really think about how do we get these people to work together? That, again, instead of looking down on it and things like that. That is the truth. That's,
1: that's, that's the truth. Because it's the truth. We have we dream we bring people here, you know, we got the University of Oregon and and it's, they don't, these white folks don't understand that black culture is dynamic and diverse. And what they do is they go and they, they look for a brown person. Now they don't get, they don't care if that brown person is familiar with the culture in which they are bringing it to. So they bring in Mr. Virginia to Oregon and ask him to make it, make it right. You know, and you can't, you can't do that. And, And in that, and in that, is, is so racist and they don't understand it. <laughs> they don't understand to, why. To, well, to the, girl. The thing,
0: to, yeah, two things two things to that. Again, that goes back to the even uh just recognizing again what we said earlier. You have to value what's in your community. Yes. The people who are in LA for instance, uh, for instance. They have to value each other. They have to understand that the people who are gonna fix Detroit live in Detroit, live in Detroit. Are already there <laughs> they, They're yes. already there. You just have to value each other and start working together right. already there. And you have to, because you know, the politics of where you live in Chicago and of St. Louis, you know that better than any celebrity who's going to come from outside until you, you have exactly. to value the people who are there. And I'll say one thing to, um, to kind of talk about just the, the white folks. Um, I, What I don't want to do with white people who are especially who are allies and Mm -hmm. want to work with black people, it it is so easy to paint with a broad brush. You know, it's so easy to just like, especially when we talk about cops, we say, hey, all the cops are bad. They're all killing. No, they're not. They're not all bad. All white people are not against the agenda that we have. And I don't want white people to operate from the space of like white I want you to be strong in what you believe and be confident in who you are. You don't have to be sorry, sorry, sorry. I think that's a weak position to to uh, and I don't like it. It's
1: like a it's like a no, nobody, like to me. <laughs> no. yeah, nobody like that. Yeah, nobody like white fragility. People
0: operate yeah, <laughs> when they when they operate from white guilt. Yeah. So, you know, the white people have been on our team for, for a while. There's there's art. we can go through history yeah. and look at this some there's, there's lots of white folks who have sacrificed their lives. Lay down their lives for, yeah. for our cause as well, um, and so that has to be acknowledged. And, and when we work together, you know, we just need to make sure that we're not putting the white people who work with us in a space where it's like this white guilt thing. I don't want them to feel that way. It's a bad place. I, you I don't know want what you to though? Feel bad,
1: I know? feel like I feel like the folks who are are honestly and earnestly like I, I have some very close uh, friends who are white, uh, definitely allies. They don't come from guilt. They they've overcome that yeah, part. No, the, the, the white folks who beautiful. are feeling guilty are not the ones that we're talking about. That that's in my fish yes. in my knowledge. If you're still feeling guilty, you still got a lot of work to do before you can ally. That, that you see what I'm saying. Agreed. So. um Agreed. Well, you know, I knew we were gonna. This hour was gonna come fast, and uh, yeah, sure. you know, I told yeah. you. And then I said, also, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about the black church, and dang it, we didn't get there. But um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to do a plug for your book again. As the chasm grows, the black hip hop and black American cultural contrast. You can find it on Amazon. I am definitely going to have a link up on the show, the post show. This will definitely go on my podcast in the next couple of days where I will also have, um, a link to it, uh, for the podcast. Is there anything else that you'd Thanks. like to say?
0: Yeah. I, first, I want to tease you a little bit and say that it, it, hurt Aisha to say that the book is on Amazon. She's currently protesting. I, <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. So it hurt, it, it hurt her a little bit, but I thank you. I really appreciate, I really appreciate the plug because that's the only place that available right now. Yes. Um, I'll try to do better. In the future, I really will. But, yeah, just thank you. Thank you, Aisha, for having me on the show. I want to thank everyone listening on. It's K-E-P-W 97.3, correct? That's it. I don't want That's to say it the wrong. Okay, good. Thank, yeah. you. thank you to Eugene everyone listening on your podcast black girl from eugene and i know you just started facebook live so anybody's on facebook live like i said i really appreciate the opportunity and whereas uh, yeah, i'd love to come back and have more discussions especially after you all read the book go per- yeah read the book and then after, <laughs> after you read the book you'll probably have some more we, i mean we will at least four more conversations yes that we can have after you read the book but uh you know, I, like I said, I just appreciate everyone's time and, and everyone who's here now, and everyone who'll be listening on the podcast and, and online. It's and just, just great to be appreciated. So.
1: Thank you so much for your time, Wesley. And I'm so glad to have you here on the show. And absolutely more to it. You will definitely be back. I will definitely have more Thank to you. say and talk about for sure <laughs> uh, when we get that <laughs> book completed. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I uh, we're gonna end the show here, and I'm gonna just put you on hold real quick, Wesley. Okay.
0: Gotcha, No problem. Okay.